What is going on, friends of the Rockney cast? For this episode, we're going to cover the work of Michael Hardy, one of the most awesome country singers around. You know, we're right here in the middle of summer. And during summertime, you got to have some good cruising music. When you're going throughout the country, you got to have your windows down. You got to have something to blare. You can't always play Kid Rock. There's only so many times you can play Kid Rock. So I'm here to help you out. I am going to highlight the work of the most awesome country singer today. His name is Michael Hardy, and he otherwise goes by Hardy. Now, I'm not the only one who knows about this guy. He's one of the top country singers out there. But if you don't know about the country genre, I'm going to be your docent, as it were, to the work of Michael Hardy. He is one of the most prolific redneck hipsters out there. And he kind of mixes the work. Like, if you're not familiar with the work of Hardy, like, first of all, if you're like a, a redneck in Tuscaloosa, Tennessee, you're Alabama, you're going to know Hardy. But if you ain't a redneck in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, I'm going to tell you about Hardy. I said, well, I'm going to be your docent. I'm going to teach you all the path of Hardy. So who is Hardy? He is kind of, if I were to describe Hardy, like how awesome he is, he's kind of like the Beck of country. Well, what do I mean by that? He's kind of, he does the classic country riff, but interspersed with that country riff, he incorporates rap, alternative, hip hop, everything and you just don't know what you're going to get when you listen to the music but you always hear that raw country redneck energy permeating each song and so we're going to cover his top three songs i'm going to give you a bonus content description of like another hardy song and i'm going to give you a random song to inspire your workouts with a kind of a redneck themed inspiration and you're going to love this particular episode so first off who is hardy brief description then we're going to cover his three most awesome songs one beer truck bed 30 odd sex these are the, these are my top three so these are going to be the ones you're going to want to start with hardy you know it makes you feel really old when a guy is like 15 years younger than you and he's already done way more than you have done so far. But who knows? Maybe I'll write a, a memoir when I'm 85, how I became a famous podcaster at the age of 45. I've been plucking away for three years and I still haven't made it. But at some point, I will also write a memoir of regret. But he was born in 1990. So like he's only... 32 years old. He's from Philadelphia, Mississippi. And I think this is where he kind of gets his redneck ethos. He went to Middle, Middle Tennessee State. And he's written for like all kind of, of heavy hitters in the country space. Florida Georgia Line, Chris Lane, Blake Shelton, Dallas Smith, Thomas Rhett, Morgan Wallen. All the big ones. Hardy has written for him. But he's not only a writer. He's a performer. His lyrics have incredible power. So if you haven't listened to the work of 
of hearty, it's time that you check them out. Now, how are you going to actually enjoy your hearty? Well, first of all, you got to listen to it while you're riding through the country with your windows down and your car stereo crank. Let's start with the first one that I absolutely love. And the format that I'm going to do for this particular tour, as it were, of the work of Michael Hardy, I'm going to read some of the lyrics. And then whatever thought collage comes out, you're going to, you're going to, I'm going to respond to it as I'm reading the lyrics. And you may say like, oh my God, that is going to be so boring. Well, then turn the mofo off. That's one thing I love about this particular podcast format as it were you can turn it on or you can turn it off whenever the hell you want to so one beer one beer is the is my entry into the world of hardy i heard it while listening to one of the country stations and this is a song of incredible pathos and power resonating with deep rural story poetry and the angst of a teen pregnancy I'm going to begin to read some of these lyrics along with you and see if you feel the pathos in the work of Michael Hardy. One beer begins with 17 in a small town, weak knees in a CVS, door locked in a bathroom. What's it going to be waiting on that test? Never thought they'd be putting those lifetimes on the shelf. Couple American babies. Raising one up themselves. Then he goes into one beer, turns into a lit cigarette, burning into a two-beer buzz. And these series of cigarettes lead to an, a teen pregnancy for two young American kids. So this reminds me of, remember that song, Jack and Diane, in the early 80s? This is kind of the Jack and Diane of the current age. And you listen to it and you're like, oh, my God, we are in the midst of a redneck renaissance. Bringing in the pathos of an unexpected. Can you just imagine that teen going into the CVS, getting the pregnancy test, all of a sudden seeing those two little lines, knowing that she's pregnant and she's going to have to marry Earl or whoever the hell impregnated her. It's just incredible power. And by the way, I sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. This is an incredible song. And then after they have the baby, it also affirms marriage that, that, that essentially they got married when they only had like six months in, like the, the baby came six months after. So it's like a shotgun marriage. So like Earl's dad was like, hey, man, you got to take care and be responsible for this, for this baby. You got to take care of it. And so... This young man does marry and they have a family and that's how they started it with one beer leading to a two beer buzz. But then Hardy brings you to the world of after they're, they're in their home or their, their trailer or wherever it is. And he talks about Sesame Street being in the TV, a race car rolling around on a cardboard bridge, crayon, stock, crayon stick figure family right there on the fridge. She's bringing you into their home life, where they're experiencing the world as it is. This is a this is a song of incredible beauty, incredible grace, and it it is a great entry into the pathos, the songwriting skills. Now, when I researched the work of Hardy, he does incorporate other co-writers into some of his work, but he he 
writes most of them. So my guess is, is that it's a collaborative project. The words are pure hearty, but he gets some inspiration from other songwriters to kind of help him refine what he's trying to see. And this is something that reminds me of growing up, even though I didn't consider myself a redneck. I also had beer as a young man. And there is something about that excessive exuberance that you get when you have too many bush lights. I, I didn't drink Bud Light. I either drunk, drank Bush Light or Milwaukee's Best Light. And if we were really desperate, it was Jacob's Best Light. But we always tried to drink light beer so we could stay in shape. And low-content alcohol beer. So you really couldn't get that buzzed. Only appropriately buzzed. But in this particular case, they had too many beers. And that led to this pregnancy and the start of an American family. So are you feeling me? Do you feel the pathos of the world of Hardy? And this is a great entry into the world of Hardy. Next up is a song totally almost sounds as if you're listening to someone else. It is the song Truck Bed. And if you turn this on, like you, you can hear that this is probably my favorite summer cruising song with the work of Michael Hardy. One of the top, one of one of the top songwriter performers out there. Now, in all seriousness, I sound like I'm being sarcastic, but no, I love Hardy. He is freaking awesome. So my partner checked into some prices on Hardy. She said, in certain cases, like you can pay like eight hundred bucks for a Hardy ticket. So like Hardy is super popular. It's like if you don't know who he is, like you are missing out. Truck bed. This just shows his range. And, you know, when I talk about Hardy being the Beck of country music, it truly is. Because in truck bed, like, if you don't want to just crank this puppy so loud when you ride through your rural town, I don't even know what to think about you. Because I guarantee you, when you listen to this song, you are going to be like, oh, my God. And if I had any production qualities... I could like insert the song right now. So if any of you listeners out there want to help me out and install some hearty songs or clips, you can. I do know how to do it. It takes too freaking long to do. So I'll put a space wherever you want to insert it. Insert the truck bed song. Okay. Well, we didn't get it inserted. But I'm going to read you some of the lyrics. The lyrics are incredibly powerful. And they're hilarious. The first paragraph with truck bed, and this is probably my favorite heart. Like if I had to pick a favorite Hardy song, this is probably it. I'm going to share with you number two a little bit later in the podcast, so stay tuned. But in truck bed, the first paragraph, he says, I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning with a bone dry bottle of Jack I was pouring. Damn, she got some nerve when she kicked me to the curb. Guess you can say I got what I deserve because I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed morning. Yeah. Here's the next line I love. Like, Hardy's hilarious. She said, don't come if you go to the bar. I said, okay, baby. Then got drunk out in the yard. 2 a.m. I knock, knock on the door, but she never unlocked it. Guess, guess I don't live there no more. Yeah, she meant business this time. And I can't believe my bloodshot eyes. 
Then he talks about, he repeats the refrain, but then he said, I use that empty bag of corn to rest my head, a camo jacket for a blanket, then passed out like I was dead. Still got one of a kind of a buzz. If I look like a train wreck, it's because he woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning, the wrong side of the truck with a bone dry bottle of Jack. I mean, you get the idea. This guy is hilarious. He's a great songwriter. And I wish I could convey to you just the power of the actual song itself. You're just going to have to check it out. But Truck Bed is freaking awesome. So if you get the chance this summer, you're like, Kenny, let's go out. Let's go out and listen to some really good music. You're going to want to cue up your hearty on your Spotify. And your honey's going to be like, oh, my God. You like have this great taste in music. Or she's going to be like, oh, my God, you like Hardy? Are you like one of those toxic redneck masculine guys? Or or something like that. Or maybe your partner Brad will say that too. But yeah, no, Hardy is freaking awesome. So that's the truck bed. And then the piece de la resistance, as it were, 30-06. This is a really, really good one. And here, this just demonstrates the playful joie de vivre of Hardy. How he talks about his girlfriend stealing his 30-odd six, but she doesn't really know him. So this is another slower song, but it's a good cruising song, and, and you'll capture or you'll receive the, the pathos that Hardy has. He starts off, I came home, buck in the back. She's on the pork porch with her bags packed. She's had enough. She's over me, spending too much time in a pond tree. She took it out of my truck, drove off like Joe Nemechek. I don't know who the hell Joe Nemechek is. She thought it would kill me, but what's one last 30-odd six to a redneck? I love it. So she's basically thinking that she's going to get one over on Hardy and just to, to steal like his prized possession. Now, this reminds me of growing up. I remember my dad said, oh, my grandpa had a 30-odd six. And he was like, the 30-odd six. And he was like, wow, it was a beautiful gun. I think, like, the cousin took it, or I, I I don't know, but it was like a source of contention with my dad. So it kind of reminded me, like, oh, my God, what is a 30-odd six? And I don't really know much about guns. I think I want to learn more about guns. But if you know a lot about guns, like, you got to say, like, oh, yeah, I know about a 30-odd six. Say, yes, yes. See, I'm trying to do the Sean Connery impersonation. Gotta have a 30 odd six if you're a redneck. See, if you're gonna play a redneck, you gotta know about a 30 odd six. Well, you also gotta listen to the 30 odd six song. It is so good. It's hilarious. It's full of energy and melancholy and beauty. You will love 30 odd six. So check out his work. I promised you at the beginning of this podcast. A bonus song. And I'm going to give you a bonus workout song. I'm going to give you also a bonus favorite song that I have of the work of Hardy. And it may be my second favorite or my first favorite song. So do any of you ever like to work out, but you have a little bit trouble like, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting fat. I'm getting man boobs. I need to, like, get inspiration, but I can't get started, so I'm just going to eat some popcorn and, like, watch Marvel movies. 
and do something like, like I just can't get motivated. Well, I'm gonna give you a motivation song. Now I advise I'm gonna give you an advisory though. Do not listen to this song if you're driving because you'll probably get a ticket for speeding. Like, okay, I'm I've never done math. Like I never have done it, but I'd imagine that like this is kind of what it's like because when you listen to this song your energy level is going to be through the roof and you're just going to have to experience it when you listen to it. So what is this song? The song is called Banjo Thing by a Danish techno group called Infernal, which features their member Soren Haar. I don't know if that's how you uh, pronounce it as red star on vocals it is so good banjo thing is otherwise known as yippee kaye motherfuckers so you just got to make sure that there's no kids in the car when you crank this up but if you want to like get motivated to work out there is no better song than the work of banjo thing and so this has been my public service announcement to you, and this will inspire you to work out because once you listen to banjo thing, holy cow, one, if you're in the car, you're going to speed, but two, if you're working out, you are going to all of a sudden get so much energy and have so much motivation to work out. It's a great workout song. I also promised you, so 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 listen to, to banjo thing, it's incredible. But the other kind of bonus pack I'm going to have back to the work of Hardy, this is another one good thing. This makes me want to like get some bush light and a fishing pole and like go out, put my straw hat on and just sit on the side of a creek bed and like go fishing called My Kind of Living. And it's just kind of like this, and it's by Hardy. It's kind of this nostalgic song about growing up as a redneck in the South, I think. I mean, he grew up in Mississippi. You know, the down-home biscuits and the religion and the fishing and the country music. Just kind of a simple way of life that I think has increasingly been lost and scorned. But this is a pure embrace of the uh, virtues of the Southern life and what it embodies, what it entails. And it's probably one of my favorite songs. This isn't going to be a workout song. This isn't going to be one that you're going to crank out, but this is going to be a tune that may, that may give you a, a tear in your eye. I know there was that 70s Indian commercial where there was like a, a tear down the Indian's eye. Well, for a redneck, this is a type of song that could bring a tear down the redneck's eye because this will bring them nostalgia and remembrance. And for me, I absolutely adore and love it. Now, this has been a fun episode. This has been, I think, a tour of, I think, one of the leading country singers out there. You may say, like, oh, my God, everyone knows who Hardy is. Or you may not know. If you don't know country music, you may not know Hardy. So this is my public service to you. Friends of the Rockney Cast, I want you to reach out to me, rockneycole at gmail.com or rockneycast at gmail.com and share me your inspirational good vibe groove music and i may just feature this music while maintaining your own confidentiality if you prefer on the rockney cast and i want you to be able to absorb that and send that to me so we can have this little community that we can continue to build
Well, friends, the Rockney Cast, I am signing off for this episode of the Rockney Cast. We have not done many episodes this past month because I've been kind of enjoying summer. I've, I've had some visitors. My daughter came up. We spent some great time. I've been really productive with work. I'm going to share with you some insights I've had about work, give you some exercise, some health, come across some really good Bible verses. I may even, I'm probably going to return to the topic of Ukraine because even though it's kind of, there was a magazine once called The Week, and it had this topic called Boring and Important. So some of you were like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about Ukraine anymore. I'd much rather listen to Hardy or whatever whatever bullshit you talk about. I, I just, I need to escape. Well, we, we can't escape, but I, and I need to talk about the Ukraine because I think the Ukraine policy is mind-blowingly incompetent. And I just think it has, is, is potentially have, could have disastrous consequences for this country. So I'm going to continue to bring it up as a topic. Cornell West recently announced his presidency um, as candidacy for the presidency of the United States, which of course he has no chance of winning, but hopefully he can ventilate a lot of important issues so that he can get these ideas out. And he's come out uh, surprisingly very against, not surprisingly, but he's very against the Ukraine war. And it was really good to see it because he identifies himself as a leftist, but as far as I can tell, there's only a few people on the right, um, the ones that are right on the Ukraine policy, and a few people on the left that everyone else is just working clueless. So we're going to continue to talk about that. So we're going to have a lot of good quality episodes. I'm very pleased to see that my episode on Phil Stutz is getting some pretty decent numbers, at least for the Rockney cast. So I think we're going to be doing some mini Stutz-related content. I, I really don't know. There's all sorts of topics that we're talking about recent books or what the legends of Zorba. So it's going to be a lot of good stuff. So I hope you enjoyed this particular episode. I've been feeling that you all need to kind of let your hair down. You all got to have some summer cruising music or tubing music or canoeing music. And you can't always just play Kid Rock. You need to expand your horizons. So I thought as a public service, I would introduce you to the work of Hardy. One thing I do want to make clear is that I am no way impugning redneck culture or making fun of redneck culture. I think we're actually in the midst with Theo Vaughn, Michael Hardy. We're in the midst of a redneck renaissance. And I probably will do some episodes of uh, on the redneck renaissance as it pertains to these deep cultural trends that are happening. And I view it as a positive thing. I think it is a surprisingly heterogeneous cultural force that's really starting to emerge, self-identify, and come in as to its own as a true distinct subculture within this beautiful tapestry that we have in the United States of America, of America. So we're going to be continuing out with high-quality episodes. I hope you've gotten it this far. If you have, please give me quality reviews on Spotify, Apple, and all places where podcasts are heard. Do also please refer this to your friends and your enemies. And, you know, I should probably say this at the beginning of my podcast, but if you're still listening, you're the ones that are like the true believers. You're like, I believe in you, Rackney. Keep on going, guy. Keep on going, guy. Oh, it makes me think at some point I'm going to do a, a uh, podcast on Northeast Iowa vernacular and redneck vernacular, and I'm going to help you understand how to talk 
with some of the phrases that we use up here in Northeast Iowa, because I am a master of the Northeast Iowa dialect. So next time that you and I tune in, we will see each other, have a lot of fun. And to be honest with you, you're going to have participation in the best podcast around. It's called The Rocky Cast. Until next time, on The Rocky Cast. <laughs>